0: Good day. It is a privilege to be in this space again. Hope you are well. This is The Way Back to Eden's ministry and I am your host, Bay Horse 326. The purpose of this podcast is to inspire this community onto higher heights in righteousness. At this virtual filling station, I am inviting you to come on in. To sit down for a few minutes, listen in, and drink up these words of truth. Right here, right now, you can have your spiritual thirst quenched by today's spoken word. Please note, this spoken word and previous episodes can be found on Spotify and Anchor FM for your listening pleasure under the moniker Bayhorse 326. Today's spoken word will be gleaned from Exodus 20 and verse 3. Exodus chapter 20 and verse 3. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Love is not unreasonable. It is not blind. It is pure and holy. But the passion of the natural heart is another thing altogether. While pure love will take God into all its plans and will be in perfect harmony with the spirit of God, passion will be headstrong, rash, unreasonable, defiant of all restraint, and will make the object of its choice an idol. In all the deportment of one who possesses true love, the grace of God will be shown. Those who regard the marriage relation as one of God's sacred ordinances guarded by his holy precept will be controlled by the dictates of reason. Around every family, there is a sacred circle that should be kept unbroken. Within this circle, no other person has a right to come. Let not the husband or the wife permit another to share the confidences that belong solely to themselves. God never designed that marriage should cover the multitude of sins that are practiced today. Sensuality and base practices in a marriage relation are educating the mind and moral taste for demoralizing practices outside the marriage relation. It is not pure, holy love which leads the wife to gratify the animal propensities of her husband or even vice versa, at the expense of health and life. It may be necessary to humbly and affectionately urge, even at the risk of his or her displeasure, that he or she cannot debase their body by yielding to sexual excess. He or she should, in a tender, kind manner, remind husband or wife that God has the first and highest claim upon the body, entire being, and that he or she cannot disregard this claim for they will be held accountable in the great day of God. Sexual excess will effectually destroy a love for devotional exercises. Sexual excess will take from the brain the substance needed to nourish the system and will most effectively exhaust the vital forces. Because they have entered into the marriage relation, many think that they may permit themselves to be controlled by animal passions. They are led on by Satan who deceives them and leads them to pervert the sacred institution. He is well pleased with the low level which their minds take. For he has much to gain in this direction. He knows that if he can excite the baser passions and keep them in the ascendancy, he has nothing to be troubled about in their Christian experience. For the moral and intellectual faculties will be subordinate, while the animal propensities will predominate and keep in the ascendancy. And these baser passions will be strengthened by exercise, while the nobler qualities will become weaker and weaker. The animal passions cherished and indulged become very strong in this age, and untold evils in the marriage life are the sure results. In the place of the mind being developed, And having the controlling power, the animal propensities rule over the higher and nobler powers until they are brought into subjection to the animal propensities. What is the result? The woman's delicate organs are worn out and become diseased. Childbearing is no more safe. Sexual privileges. Are abused. Men are corrupting their own bodies and the wife has become a bed servant to their inordinate base lusts until there is no fear of God before their eyes. To indulge impulse that degrades both body and soul is the order of the marriage life today. Satan seeks to debase the minds of those who unite in marriage, that he may stamp his own hateful image upon their children. He can mold their posterity much more readily than he could the parents, for he can so control the minds of the parents that through them he may give his own stamp of character unto their children. Thus, many children are born with the animal passions, largely in the ascendancy, while the moral faculties are but feebly developed. These children need the most careful culture to bring out, to strengthen and develop the moral and intellectual powers that these may take the lead. The mind of a man or woman does not come down in a moment from purity and holiness to depravity, corruption, and crime. It takes time to transform the human to the divine or to degrade those formed in the image of God into the brutal or the satanic. By beholding, we become changed. Though formed in the image of his maker, Man can so educate his mind that sin which he once loathed will become pleasant to him. As he ceases to watch and pray, he ceases to guard the citadel, the heart, and engages in sin and crime. The mind is debased and it is impossible to elevate it from corruption while it is being educated to enslave the moral and intellectual powers and bring them in subjection to grosser passions. Constant war against the carnal mind must be maintained and we must be aided by the refining influence of the grace of God and through the Holy Spirit, which will attract the mind upward and... Habituate it to meditate upon pure and holy things. This is today's spoken word. Thou shall have no other gods before me. Permit me to pray. Great Yahweh, you who have created us in your own image, in your likeness. I pray that today you will have mercy upon us and those in this community I pray, O God, that we will have no other gods before thee, that we will put you first in all things, and that our minds will be noble and built up unto righteousness. Here my petition and plea on the behalf of this community is my prayer in the great name of Yeshua, our great Messiah, and our soon coming King. Amen and amen.